Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Today on the podcast, we are talking about getting ready for the TBT conference. Woo-hoo! Not only will we be there, hey, this is my talking time, <laughs> but we will be presenting too. <laughs> I can talk about what too. Okay. You're going to have to introduce the podcast from now on then, no. if you're going to interrupt me. <laughs> Join in on the conversation about this in our mastermind group at growwithusmastermind.com. You can find the show notes and any links we discuss at growwithuspodcast.com. There we go. Now we're going to have to do it collaboratively from now on. I know. (laughs) So we might be a little excited about this topic. This is like our favorite time of year, the TPT conference time. Reunited and it feels so good. (laughs) Yes. Well, and we get to see all our friends, not just each other, because we see each other more than just the conference, but we get to see all of our TPT friends. Yeah. I just love seeing everyone. And meet new people. Every year we meet new people and And last year was really fun because we had just started the podcast. And so we got to meet a lot more people because of the podcast. So I think that's going to happen again this year. Yeah, that was crazy to me because I just feel like I'm talking to you. And then people were like (laughs) coming up to us. And I was like, whoa, but it's nice. It was very nice. Yeah. We people listen to this. (laughs) Surprising, but nice. So tell me what you love about the conference. I just love hanging out with people that get it and that understand what I actually do. Yes. And the other thing is just that renewed energy for um, tackling items in my business. Whenever I go to the conference, when I come home, I'm like ready to do all the things. And I just have to like hone myself in and kind of focus on one or one or two or three things. Yes. Those are exactly the two things I was going to say. Copycat. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but So, you know, this is a funny story about like just people who get it. So I went to the first ever conference, you know, and we I almost didn't go because, you know, the ticket price was like $100 or something. And that was a lot for us. And we didn't stay there because we didn't have the money. Um, And I almost didn't go. But the first night, you know, I met up with some people from our online groups. And I remember somebody's Q&A tone went off on the app. (laughs) And everybody at the same time groaned. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Because nobody else understands the pain of getting a question through the Q&A. And, you know, this was how many years ago was this like six years ago? Like, and it being the first conference, nobody had met together in person. And, and that's, I think where I got hooked on these conferences is just having that time with people who understand your frustrations and, and the, and the things you're trying to do. And it's just like, like your, your significant other and your friends and family at home, they don't, they don't get the, horrible Q&A tone. <laughs> they yeah. don't get your they don't get those things. And so really that was where I got hooked and I've been to everyone since except for the Orlando one, you know, the whole having Cuz you were busy having babies. <laughs> yes, yeah, the babies came like gosh, like 3 weeks before that one. So, but I hear that hotel was not great. So, 
Um, I hear I did not miss out on that. Um, Yeah, I did not stay in that hotel, but I stayed across the way and it was much nicer. Oh, you're smart. But yeah, I felt the same way about the first conference and it kind of was what made me go to all the other conferences. And I didn't even go to the first conference, but I wanted to and I just decided. You had the FOMO from the first conference. Yeah, all the FOMO from that first conference like fueled the next, you know, five years. Yeah, hopefully we'll give people some FOMO right now because yeah. you know people can still register. I think when this is coming out, I'm not sure when they're cutting it off or if they've capped or whatever. But if it's still open when you're hearing this episode and you're feeling FOMO, sign up and come hang out with us and put our names down that we referred you so we could get a T-shirt. Oh no. gosh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Angie already is getting one of the special referral T-shirts. So you put down April Smith. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know it's crazy the things we'll do for a t-shirt. I swear. Like, I know, really. We'll actually we can actually discuss that during this episode because one of the questions we keep seeing is when am I getting my t-shirt? Yeah. So we're gonna try to answer the questions we keep seeing in in the podcast group and also the Austin group. So we're we should add that to that. But let's talk a little bit about our session. We'll keep it quick because we're gonna talk about it more probably in the next episode too. But we're doing a workshop on blogging called the 30 day blogging challenge. And Angie and I are actually going to blog like we're supposed to this summer. It's kind of a selfish session that we're doing because we ourselves need to stay motivated with blogging, but we are going to outline everything you need to do to write intentional blog posts that convert to sales, that get you extra traffic to your store. And then we're going to make you do it. And we're going to make you blog. (laughs) Yeah, we're taking you along on our blogging summer goals. Yes. Yes. And we'll have accountability after the session. So the session will go over some things to put into place to make it really worth your time to make sure that it's getting you sales. And then we'll do a little bit of working on creating a plan on what blog posts you're going to create. And then, and we'll, we'll help one-on-one with that. It's workshop. So we're going to be around in the audience hanging out, which we prefer to just standing up and talking to people. Yes. I love the workshop. (laughs) Yes. And then after you leave, we're going to have three more weeks of accountability and we'll also have some follow-up podcast episodes on it too. So that if you're not coming to the conference session, you can still participate. It's just that if you're at the conference session, you're getting all that fun live extra bonus tips that we're giving about what we do in our blog posts in our business, which is pretty cool. So we highly recommend that if you are coming to the conference that you sign up for our session because we will be sad if our room is really empty. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to meet you. Yeah. And we want to meet everybody that that listens to to the podcast, but you know, sign up for ours. We're really competitive. (laughs) Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk about the questions we've seen in the groups. What do you bring to the conference? You, you address that Angie, because last time I just kind of showed up and I was not prepared. So you tell me what I'm supposed to do. I've evolved to that point, but you know, there are different levels of preparedness of what you want to bring. I usually always bring my laptop and not that I take it to sessions. I don't take it to sessions. Bring your laptop. Yes. But you do need to bring it to our session if you come. But <laughs> Yes, for ours and for collaboration. Yes, because there's some p- things that I learn and sometimes I just want to go back and try them that night and be like nerdy in my room and like do all my things that I just learned. Yeah, I do. 
I do a lot of work at the conferences, but I know that I noticed, especially the last couple of years, you could, when we had the big hotels, yeah. you could really tell like walking through the, the hotel, like who the TPT groups were. Yeah. They were all focused. <laughs> yeah. It was like a group of people <laughs> with their computers open sitting next to each other. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And like talking, you know, talking excitedly and oh, and showing screens. And that is how you know it's a TPT or it's, but yeah, the laptop's so important because uh, you're going to meet people who tell you something that they do in their business. And you're going to want to be like, oh, oh, show me here or, yeah. or let me show you what I do. Like, I don't, I don't know how many times I've got my laptop out and been like, oh, look, this, no, this is what it looks like. This is how it's formatted. And I, gosh, last time I even missed two sessions completely because we were doing that with a couple of friends like yeah that we were working on something and we just kind of got into that for like a couple hours and then missed some sessions but it's so important to have your laptop yeah so definitely bring your laptop i used to print out all the session handouts which they are usually available you know weeks before and yeah they are helpful and the presenters do put time into them but I found that I wasn't really using the handouts when I got home as much as like if I had everything in one notebook. So for me, I just bring a notebook and I'm just like, this is my conference 2019 notebook and everything I learn about in the conference is in that notebook. And then I know exactly, oh, didn't we talk about that at the conference? So let me go find the notebook and I, I can find it all in there instead of having session handouts. But the session handouts are great too, but personally. Well, and I like to save them digitally because if they include links or anything that yes, I need afterwards, that's true. That's so great to have. A lot of times they give the links in the session, especially if they're giving some sort of like fun bonus or, or content you can't normally get unless you go. But like ours specifically has organizers for planning out blog posts, like blog post template organizers, and then planning out your calendar. So those are necessary, but we made ours so that you can type into it. So you don't necessarily have to print it. Right. You can do yours right ours right on the laptop if you don't want to print it out. But um Yeah. So what I do is all a lot of times I'll download all the handouts and keep them in a folder. And I download every single one of them because <laughs> I do that too. What happens is when I get there and I get I change my mind on the sessions I want to go to like hourly. <laughs> so even though I'm registered, we are so bad with that. Yeah. I always register for the ones I absolutely know I want to go to, especially if it's a particular person that I know is going to have a full room, uh, because there are s- some who always have full rooms and I want to make sure that I have my spot. But a lot of times you can just hop into a session if it's not super full. And sometimes I'll be talking to somebody before that I never met before. And they're like, Oh, I'm presenting on this tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how was I not signed up for a session? So I'll just like randomly go to theirs because it, it interested me or, you know, I just changed my mind. So I'll keep all of them in, in a digital file on my laptop in case I want them afterwards. But I do the same thing. I usually bring like a notebook and usually it's a to-do list. Like I'll just write to-do. Like they said this thing, oh, to-do. Because to me, like I could write all these notes and not do anything with them. But the way I'll actually do stuff from sessions is to take what I've learned and and tell myself what I need yeah. to do. Yeah, I like to put a little box in front of it so like I can check it off. Yep, check. Yeah, all those inspirations you get when you're listing other people like, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do too. I love that. You know, I'm I'm really torn on it. I get a lot of business cards every year and I never do anything with them and I always forget to follow up. I know some people are better about it. 
I've been writing on people's names and their information in a note thing on my phone that I want to follow up with because sometimes I do get business cards and people just hand them to me and I don't remember anything about them. But if I'm actually like in a really good conversation with somebody and I want to follow up with them, I'll write it down on my phone. Um, but a lot of times I'll follow them on Instagram. Yeah, you can just break out your phone right there. I just I feel like it's so easy to follow people or find them now that you don't need business cards. I don't think it's really necessary. Yeah, it just depends, I guess, on your style. My only thing is if you, I would suggest business cards if you are someone that like TPT sellers are your audience. Like, sure. Like if you're a graphic designer. Yes. I've definitely taken clip artist business cards and gone and checked out their stores and stuff like that. But I feel like, oh, or if they sometimes they give you, they have a business card that has a link on it for something free with freebies. Yeah. I remember hunting down me clip art, me <laughs> the glitter meat. <laughs> I hunted her yes. down like free clip art at the Vegas conference because I was like, I she put it on her social media and I was like, I need to find her. I need this free clip art. So if your audience is PPT sellers, then I would say business cards might be worth it. Like we have some for the podcast that we, you know, hand out because, you know, that's our audience for the podcast, but I wouldn't hand out one for fun in fifth grade. Yeah. And occasionally I'll be and at these regional meetups, I've run into a couple of people and we'll be talking and then somebody will be like, oh yeah, April has a TPG podcast. And the, and another person who I just met would be like, oh, what's it called? And I'm like, here, because I know that they're going to forget what it's called yeah. when they get home. So I'm like, here's the card. It says the name of the podcast on it, but I don't, does it, I don't think it has our TPG stores or anything on it because there's no need. We just- no. No, it's just the name of the podcast and the website, I think. Yeah, like, hey, listen, this is, yeah, this is how to get all the information and, and stuff. So yeah, we have business cards for that. And I think we still have a ton left over. So we're going to bring those. So another thing we've been seeing people ask about is when to arrive and leave. And I feel like for us, we usually arrive on the Monday. Like The conference is Tuesday to Thursday this year. The 9th, July 9th to 11th. Yeah, I think they did that on purpose to make it so that you could arrive Monday and leave Friday because yeah. they knew that. But a, some people stay over, the, they'll come early over the weekend before or stay over the weekend after and do like fun touristy things. That's what I'm doing. I'm coming a little early this year and like oh, I'm going right. to San Antonio for a few days before the conference. Um, normally I don't, I just come Monday through Friday, but this year my husband's coming with me. So we're going to do that for a few days before I totally ditch him for the conference. And, right. <laughs> and he goes like- For he never sees you again for yeah. five days. He goes touring Austin, but- uh, Yeah, I don't think he'll mind. It's not, he sounded pretty excited about it. <laughs> he's definitely excited about it. And I think it's really good to get in on Monday and leave Friday so that you really can focus on those three days. I've seen people leave Thursday night and I don't think you miss a ton if you leave Thursday night. And- I feel like if you live close by where you're driving, then maybe like Tuesday to Thursday would be good. Like, you know, you can get in before it, but you know, when it starts Tuesday, cause I know in the past they've done the networking early. sessions yeah. on the first day. If they do the networking sessions, sometimes people skip those and come in later. Yeah. If they want to have like one less night in the hotel to pay for. Right. Save a little money. Yeah. Like I'm not, I don't remember what the schedule is for this year. We probably should have looked at that. 
Um, I registered so long ago. There were definitely network sessions, but I don't know which day they were. But but it starts really early the first day. So definitely get there Monday. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the networking is the first thing. Networking by region, 7 to 8 a.m. Whoa, 7. That's for you early birds who are willing to get up to... <laughs> To meet other people. I'm pretty sure I, I'm very, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be up for it. And then my alarm's going to go off and I'm going to be like, I don't need more friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the keynote's at 8.30 on Tuesday. So. Yeah, definitely need to be there for that. You definitely need to be there Monday. And a lot of times, um, and also shout out to Shelly and Greg, yes. who are our good friends who are keynoting this year. I'm excited to hear that. We're so excited to see them. Like such a good pick. They always pick good people each year to keynote, but I'm really excited. And so, yes, a lot of times events happen the night before. So Monday night. Yeah. So I would most definitely try to, I think I'm getting there probably later Monday. I don't remember, but sometimes it's good to be there the entire Monday. Just if like you want to do meetups and hang out with people before everything starts Make all make all your new friends before the conference starts, so you have people to sit with. All those things. As you see, everyone arriving on social media, and then like even though I arrive on Monday, last time I think I didn't arrive till like five or six at night, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I wish I would have done it earlier so I could get that full day of being there, since I was going to pay for the night anyway. So that's how I'm going to feel next time. This time too, I think is oh, I should have booked an earlier flight. Yeah. I'm probably getting there in the evening too. So I'll be missing out on some stuff, but yeah. And I think in the past, most of the extra meetups and things have happened the night before the conference starts or the evenings of the conference. I don't remember anything really happening after, um, after the conference. I think a lot of people leave pretty soon. So if you're doing an extra day, I would do it before. Yeah, a lot of people head out Friday morning or, I mean, some people add the days on the end of the trip and kind of do, you know, a personal vacation or whatever they want to do. But it's not necessary if you're trying to, you know, save some money or you don't want to stay all those nights. Like a lot of people head out early Friday morning or some some even Thursday night. Yeah, I agree. And then usually they have early check-in the night before um, so that you can check in and get your badge and get all your goodies and your t-shirt that everybody's been freaking out about. I think they're doing that at check-in this year instead of sending it. So that's... I don't know. Are we getting a t-shirt this year? I don't know what we're getting this year. I don't know. They asked for sizes when you registered. So I don't know. Don't don't quote me though. I know. I would be happy to have another t-shirt, but... Yeah, they love t-shirts. Usually they give us t-shirts when we check in, but last year they had sent the green ones, right? Was it the green ones? Yeah, they sent them when we signed up and we got an awesome hat, which is like my favorite hat now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think I end up with two of those somehow. I don't wear hats, but you know, I'm just going to keep it because it's my TPT swag. So yeah. Oh, and there's been lots of questions on what to wear. So do you want to share your fashion advice? (laughs) My fashion advice is just be comfy. I mean, whatever you feel comfortable in. I don't, I don't personally dress up. I don't like to wear dresses. So for me, it's kind of just like casual and comfy. And then I like to bring a sweater because I'm always freezing inside. And I'm guessing always cold. I'm guessing Austin in July, they're probably going to have that AC cranked. So bring a sweater. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. The conference is always somewhere hot, <laughs> except for Anaheim. Anna, well, Anaheim is kind of hot for that. For Southern California, it's kind of one of the hotter areas. So it is what it is. But I think that was one of their cooler choices. But like Vegas in the summer is hot. Orlando's hot. Austin's hot. Nashville was sticky. <laughs> so yeah, I would, I, I always pack a variety of things because a lot of times you'll meet up with some friends and they'll be like, hey, let's go walk this case downtown Austin or whatever. And so I'll probably need some shorts for sure. Yeah. Definitely. But for the actual conference, definitely bring layers, bring, bring, if you get cold easily, bring like some sort of sweater. Most people dress pretty casually, like Guys, I've seen a lot of um, jeans and a polo shirt. So that's kind of like teacher casual, teacher business casual or whatever. Yeah. Teacher, teachers wear to work. Um, and I've seen a lot of girls in maxi skirts and maxi dresses, um, jeans and a t-shirt. Like, I don't really think anyone cares. No, no one cares. I honestly don't know what other people are really wearing. I don't pay much attention. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. I, I would not stress about it. Um, wear what you're comfortable with. For me, it's probably going to be maxi dress every day. because That's kind of my work from home wardrobe, which I think is even more casual than jeans and a t-shirt. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, no one <laughs> wants to see me in my work from home wardrobe. So <laughs> I will be wearing other things. <laughs> If you go to the show notes, we'll have a picture. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about what to wear, you know, think about what you wear teaching day to day and that's snazzy enough if that's what you want to want to wear. And then a couple people had asked about breakfast before. A lot of times they have breakfast available in the mornings. I'm looking to see if that's on the agenda, but. Yeah. And it's usually just like fruit and some pastries. I'm more of like, I need to like meet with a meal kind of girl. It's not enough for me personally. I just grab the coffee. Like that's usually what I get from that. Yeah. Pastries, coffee. Sometimes I'll have juice, water. It's good. It's just not my. Yeah. Like if you are, if you're rushing down there to do the networking and they have the breakfast, I don't see on the schedule, but they usually do it the mornings, except it looks like the last day says breakfast on your own. So maybe they're not doing that. But I, it's just quick things, muffins, things like that. I, I like to hit Starbucks before. So um, we that's what we usually do. We hit up Starbucks before and we get some real yeah. food and some real coffee. Definitely. In a perfect world, they wouldn't start the conference till 10 a.m. so that we could all go out to a full hot breakfast. <laughs> I agree. And I could have plenty of plenty of time to drink my coffee. But it just seems to be starting earlier every year. <laughs> Because I think they're trying to fit things in, especially because some of these days go kind of late, especially because like happy hour is till 730 the first day. I'm not a morning person. But if you have like gluten allergy or anything like that, you're going to have to pack something yourself. It It's all it's all carbs, basically. Yeah, it looks like just the second day has breakfast that I can see from Okay. The website, but yeah, yeah. Either way, you're gonna probably gonna be on your own for breakfast because it it's very basic. I mean, there's a lot of people coming. It's not it it's in a hotel. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna be fancy. So yeah, it is what it is. If you're desperate, there's food. So we appreciate that. <laughs> I sound I, I'm like, do I sound really picky about this breakfast or not? Because 
I am such like a breakfast person. I don't need any other meal during the day. I just need a big breakfast. Yeah. Well, I need my breakfast to get me through to lunch. So <laughs> I, th- I think, okay, our focus when we come to the conferences <laughs> might be food. So if we, if we sound like really snotty about the continental breakfast that we totally appreciate that they do, we really do. Um, it's just because we're complete foodies and yeah, that is what we do every day. Big breakfast, big lunch, big dinner. And then by day four, we're like pretty much sick. Yeah. <laughs> that happens almost every time. And then because we get like pastries in between and donuts and God knows what. So whatever we can find. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, I think those, that's mostly what questions people have had. If you have a question about the conference, if it's your first time, second time, whatever, post in our mastermind group at growthismastermind.com. A lot of our members have been to TPT conferences before. Um, and so we can kind of answer your questions, but that, that seemed to be what most people were concerned about. Let's talk about what you do after the conference. So what do you do when you get home, Angie? After the conference, you do every single thing that you learn. No. <laughs> take a, take that to-do list. You definitely don't. You, you really, I try to pick like three things I definitely want to focus on after, when I get home, like three things that might actually take more time than just like, oh, check this off real quick and do it. Yeah. Like, three big key takeaways that you can put in a place. Yeah. And I like to just narrow it down to that. And if I do those three things and there's other things that I want to do, awesome. But at least if I do three solid, like focused things, I will feel good about, you know, what I learned at the conference and then putting it into action so that it was really worth going. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I usually plan my long-term goals from January to June, and then I do July to December because I know that when I go to the conference, I'm going to have it be inspired to to choose three or two or three focuses. Yeah. And I don't want to set any goals yet until I've been to the conference and I've really had time to think about it. So I come home, I decompress, and then I really say, okay, what were the biggest things people were doing in their business to make a difference? And how can I do that in my business? And so what are my goals for the next six months as far as projects that have to do with those goals? So that's usually what I do. I do a lot of crossing things out that I wrote down that I wanted to do that like I got home and I was like, nope, that's not a focus. That's not a focus. Like usually it has to do with video. (laughs) Definitely going live. It's like, oh, sorry, YouTube channel. Nope. I have crossed that out after six conferences, I think. (laughs) Every time I go to social media marketing world, I'm like, start a YouTube channel and actually make videos for it. Nope. Cross that out. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Be realistic with yourself. Like what things are really going to help your business and what you can realistically focus on and get done. You know, I mean, it might be different for someone that has four kids at home during the summer with them than it is for, you know, someone who's retired and working in the summer. So whatever those number of things are for you, just kind of keep it simple and really just hone in on those things and do them really well, you know, really choose the things that are going to make the biggest impact and really do them well. And then, you know, everything else is just extra. Yeah, because you get so inspired by everyone that you're like, oh, I'm going to do what this person, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And you get home, you're like totally overwhelmed. So I definitely think that the things that you decide to do during conference time and the things you decide to do when you finally get home and sit down and look at how much time you actually have to do stuff are totally different. So definitely like sit down after you get home, decompress, figure out like what main things you can focus on and then, and then 
do those and not try to do all of the ideas that you got from the conference because that can be kind of overwhelming. (laughs) Definitely write them all down at the conference, you know, get them all in that notebook. Yeah, write them all down, come home, open your notebook and then say, okay, which ones are going to make the biggest impact? Which ones can I actually even do? Like if I, if I know I'm going to hate it, you know. Yeah. And then make a checklist from your checklist. And then right. add, make a checklist to your other checklist and cross it out. Right. Because you made a checklist. <laughs> exactly. But absolutely 100% come home participating in the blogging challenge. Yes. Like, do not cross that out. That one is going to be such a huge impact for you. Like, put a star next to that one. Yes. We're going to get like real blog posts that send traffic to your store, that get people on your email list. Yeah. Don't cross that off. That's really important. Um, So when you come home, we are going to have things in our mastermind group every week for accountability to make sure that you are doing what you need to be doing. I don't know. I need that. So I'm sure other people need that. And we're going to have some follow-up podcast episodes to keep you motivated too. So definitely make sure that you register for a session and come home ready to do the blogging challenge or to finish the blogging challenge. So I'm excited. It's going to be here before we know it. I know. I'm super pumped about this. I love the workshop model. And I I think that, you know, when I did social media marketing world, the first year and the first day was workshops. I thought those were the most valuable. So workshops are awesome. So we're excited to do that with everybody. And we're going to, yeah, our next episode will be our first like blogging challenge episode where we talk a little bit more about blogging and yeah, for those of you who can't join us at the conference, we'll post in the mastermind group, but you can download the conference handout to have all the organizers. And then we're going to be doing episodes every week to kind of follow along with the journey and you can participate at growthusmastermind.com. So you can still hang out with us and do all the tasks. You just won't get to see us live for one-on-one help. So yes, we will see you there, some of you, or we'll see you in the group. Yes. And remember, if you are having serious FOMO and so now you're registering last minute for the conference, put down April Smith needs a t-shirt when you, <laughs> when you, when it asks who referred you. <laughs> I don't even know how to do it. Is there like a, anyway, whatever. It was just a little space because someone put my name. It was very nice. Shout out to Chrissy. I'll just steal your t-shirt. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Angie. Well, I guess I will see you in the conference very soon. All right. See you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com.